Today is Thursday, October 21st, and you're listening to the MS is Messy podcast. I was reading an article today on my Healthline MS site about life hacks that can make life easier when you're dealing with this ever-changing illness. After reading this interesting article by Andra Shepard, a Canadian blogger who writes the very popular series called Tripping on Air, I realized how many accommodations I have to make just to get through my day. After having this disease for over 25 years now, it dawned on me that as my MS has progressed, I have had to learn new ways to do the things I once took for granted. My mind is always racing, trying to determine how I can get through my busy life without expending too much of a very limited amount of energy, often opting out of doing something I would really enjoy because I'm too tired. I figured out a few life hacks myself to help with the nearly constant fatigue, numbness, dizziness, balance, and all the other lovely symptoms of MS. The most important of all the life hacks that helps with quelling many symptoms for a time is getting enough good, solid sleep. Because I now understand the importance of a restful night's sleep and keeping my symptoms more manageable, I have developed a very rigid nighttime routine that includes heading up to bed between 9.30 and 10 every night after having a gummy. I have about an hour to an hour and a half before the gummy kicks in, so I'm on the clock to get ready before I'm too stoned to function. I like to do whatever primping I need to do quickly, so I have a very simple pattern of removing makeup if I'm wearing any, washing my face, brushing my teeth with an electric toothbrush, another energy-saving hack, and whatever other grooming I have to do, and then doing my stretching and exercising before collapsing into bed. I make sure to wear an eye mask and earplugs if my husband is watching TV late so the bright light and noise don't don't prevent me from getting to sleep fast. I used to like to shower at night, but I rarely have the energy for that anymore, preferring to get ready in the morning instead when I'm more rested. My sweet husband and caretaker has installed grab bars everywhere he can in the bathroom, and we now have a shower with a built-in bench. We also had a rainfall shower head installed that's positioned centrally instead of on the far wall of the shower so I can sit on that bench and wash my hair and shave without having to stand. We recently remodeled our upstairs upstairs bathroom with non-slip floors, higher vanity countertops with an opening between sinks for me to sit, and better lighting to help with tired eyes. I I hate clutter, but the bathroom vanity is large enough so I can keep the products I use every day out and handy instead of having to constantly bend in search of what I need. I now have a rollator or walker upstairs as well as on the main floor because even with all the ways I've figured out to save my energy, I'm usually still too wiped out by the end of the day to walk without assistance. I know this is a luxury and might sound like a brag, but I need at least nine hours of sleep to function and feel slighted if for some reason that doesn't happen. When I get up in the morning, I try and do everything I need to do upstairs before I come down for the day, so I don't have to navigate my stairs more than absolutely necessary. I try to meditate and exercise daily, but lately, life has just been too hectic. I always feel better when I've invested this time in myself, but try to go with the flow, appreciating what I can do and get done instead of what I can't. Once downstairs, the life hacks I've come to rely on become 
really important. I gather my downstairs rollator at the bottom of the stairs and head into the kitchen to make breakfast. Most days I make a healthy smoothie, smoothie with all the fruits and veggies I can get in there so I can start my nutrition off on the right foot. I didn't ever used to have breakfast when I was younger, but now I take so many supplements that I need to have something in my stomach so I don't get sick when I take them. Another important life hack is the three inexpensive stools in our kitchen that I used to sit on when I'm preparing any of mine or my family's meals. But I usually end up being the sous chef for my husband who does the majority of the cooking. He's an amazing cook and I could care less about food, so it works for us. We have a large sink where I might let some dishes pile up for the day, but we'll wash them and or put them away in the dishwasher when I feel motivated to do it during the day. Another must if you trip and fall as much as I do is to make sure all the rugs in your home don't slip. We've purchased some non-slip rug pads for any rugs that weren't already non-skid proof. If and when I go out for the day, I first make sure my car stocked for whatever I might need away from home. I'm diligent about keeping my electric scooter charged as I never know when one of my appointments might require a long walk to get to it. I also make sure that my walker and cane are also in the car as well as a snack and a change of clothes if I'm going to be gone from home for a while. It's hard to be impulsive when your life takes so much pre-planning but I've been caught in enough precarious situations to understand the importance of preparation. There are many other little life hacks that make life easier on everyone, not just the disabled like myself. GPS and smartphones have become so crucial to all of our lives because they do make all the difference when you're leaving your home to a destination you've never been to. If you are struggling with your day-to-day -day routine, whether you have a disability or not, Reach out to an occupational therapist who is trained to offer creative solutions to everyday challenges. Life is hard enough to simply tolerate a situation that isn't working for you, so ask for help if you need it. 